Welcome to the MHI Cast, the show where we talk to the industry's best minds to uncover their supply chain stories. We explore real-world case studies and get unique perspectives on key trends and emerging technologies from every corner of the material handling, logistics, and supply chain space. Welcome to the MHI Cast. Today's a special day. We're speaking with Thomas Boykin, supply chain specialist leader at Deloitte Consulting. Thomas, thanks for all you do for MHI and thanks for being with us on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. For you listening at home, in the office, or in the car, uh, Thomas has been a contributor to the MHI annual industry report since it began seven years ago. So, Thomas, can you tell us what the goal was for the report when it first launched and how that vision has changed today. Uh, my, my focus is to help companies understand um, how to develop strategies to uh, improve, uh, grow, and uh, sustain themselves and, uh, you know, and how to impl- implement those strategies. So some of which are becoming more and more digital in nature. And that's my work with uh, MHI. So uh, way back in the beginning, we talked about uh, developing a survey to track the adoption of some of the leading innovations that will kind of mold the future of supply chains. So we started doing that and uh, started tracking the adoption rates and seeing how they're growing. And more importantly, seeing what some of the challenges are the companies are facing and adopting these technologies. And of late, talking to them about what they can do to address those challenges. So how was the theme of the 2020 report tailored to help companies address those challenges? The theme last year was around uh, the fact that a lot of companies are hearing about this digital revolution, but not really clear on uh, how to get started and not really clear on where they stand. So in, in writing that white paper or drafting it, we realized that a lot of companies didn't really know where they stood in terms of their digital consciousness. So we thought, hey, why don't we help, why don't we develop a a framework to help them uh, be able to identify where they are and more importantly, identify where they would like to be in this digital spectrum. And that's the idea arose for that framework. So we thought about developing uh, dimensions of that framework and then helping companies identify themselves by describing as clearly as we could, you know, what the uh, states of development were for each of those dimensions. Really interesting that a framework like this could be developed simply by understanding and observing or listening to a need that's out there in the marketplace. So let's dive deeper into that framework. What are the different states of development on the way to digital consciousness? What we do is... um, divide the levels of consciousness into four groupings. One is dormant, meaning I'm not conscious at all. (laughs) I'm not awake. Uh, The second level is developing. Low levels of automation, I have some consciousness and I'm I'm kind of getting an understanding of, of where I need to be. Then there's a heightened level, meaning innovation uh, is in place to collect, analyze uh, the, the, the wealth of digital information that's out there. And then there's an elevated level, meaning 
not only am I connected to this information and analyzing the data, but I'm getting business insights from it that are helping me grow and accomplish my, my goals. Okay, well, this might be interesting or helpful for our listeners. In what areas should companies inspect their digital consciousness? Great question. Um, the, the framework basically comprehends that there are different categories of consciousness that companies must address in order for them to become more digital. One is leadership. Another is customer engagement. Third is talent. The fourth is innovation and technology. And then the, the fifth is workplace environment. And what does elevated digital consciousness look like in these categories? Leadership, we're basically trying to assess where the, the company's leaders are and what focus um, they have on aligning the, the company's strategy and the workforce to culture technology to meet the expectations of their customers. Uh, not only their customers, but, but their trading partners and their employees. Like what level of leadership uh, is a company currently at in terms of that uh, consciousness? Uh, the second one, customer engagement, is just recognizing that companies that have a customer-first mindset are those that that really thrive in, in today's digital uh, world. And uh, to, to measure their ability to kind of connect with customers and effectively anticipate their needs, and as importantly, to be able to influence their needs where possible. Uh, the third uh, category is talent. And that's really just a, a gauge of, of the digital talent and skills that are present throughout the organization and whether there are clear strategies for attracting this talent, retaining the talent, and giving them a, a path to growth uh, within the company. There's a category of workplace environment, which I'll skip. I, I listed that as a fifth, but it kind of uh, goes hand in hand with the talent because we, we understand that um, Embracing and using digital technology uh, is one way that companies can help address one of their key challenges in becoming more digital, which is the talent gap. So what we've recognized is, is that by actually using the very technologies that are changing the world of digital in the workplace can help companies uh, address that key challenge of, of the talent gap. So not only is there an assessment of the talent uh, in this framework, but also an assessment of what the workplace environment is and, and how much it's leveraging technology to attract and retain employees. And then the, the last one is the innovation and in technology itself. Whether there's a culture of uh, kind of innovation and experimentation that's encouraged in, in that um, company and whether or not the uh, technology strategies or in place, and whether or not they are open to kind of exploring the art of the possible in terms of advancements moving forward. So yeah, those are the five categories. So considering those five categories, in your opinion, where should companies be right now? If they want to be competitive, should they be worried if they're classified as dormant in a category? Not every company needs to be elevated across every category. And nor business, nor industry, as an example. So the, the beauty of the framework is that it allows uh, a company or a person uh, 
to peg where their company is along that framework and across those levels of consciousness. But it also allows them to peg where they aspire to be. The, the general response has been uh, that it's, it's, uh, it's great to kind of see themselves, that it clarifies for them what the meaning of kind of digital, uh, digital existence in the supply chain means. Okay, I, I, I can understand that. Sometimes it's just as uh, important to understand where you are and, and with respects to where you want to go or need to go. So can you think of an example of an easily actionable first step that a company can take to advance themselves with, within a category? Yeah, for example, in the leadership category, you know, very simple tactical things that, you know, companies can do you know, just to kind of start their evolution is basic stuff like, you know, defining the metrics that matter <laughs> and the metrics that relate to uh, leadership engagement. Like how engaged am I as a leader uh, in, you know, communicating uh, with, you know, the, the, the workers in my, in my workspace. Uh, beginning conversations with customers uh, that includes employees and, you know, it's all around improvements and collecting feedback and getting more connected to customers. The technology itself today allows companies to be more connected. And so just a small step is to kind of connect and put a mechanism in place for you to connect and to start receiving that feedback directly. Yeah, you know, as, as we're recording this, I realize that just around the corner, we're going to be releasing the 2020 installment of the annual industry report. And so looking ahead, how, how are you expanding on this work? And this year, we are introducing a toolkit to kind of help them be prescriptive in terms of what to do in order to advance from one level to another in a real way. Like, you know, when they leave the conference or uh, what should they start to do to advance from a dormant, for example, to uh, to a, to an elevated? And if they do that, we believe that they can help drive a lot of the of the change internally in their own companies that will be needed in order for them to become more digital. You know, ironically, the the very technologies that are driving the the change the, the change to a digital supply chain or ones that can also help them address their biggest challenge, which is the, the, the talent shortage. Uh, in other words, having a workplace that's using some of these technologies uh, can, can help them attract workers old and young <laughs> and help them retrain workers who have skills gaps and also help them retain workers by creating an environment that's, uh, you know, that's more economic, that uh, you know helps them be more productive and helps them feel a greater sense of contribution to the overall success of their companies. Well, no doubt this is all excellent work and no doubt a, a, a significant contribution to the MHI community and material handling landscape. Thank you, Thomas, for joining us. And as, as we mentioned earlier, thanks for all you do. 
Uh, for you, the listener at home in your office or in the car, the 2020 annual industry report will be released at Modex 2020. That's happening on March 11th. And it's going to be released during a keynote panel. Of course, you can download all of the published reports at mhi.org slash publications slash report. You can also complete your supply chain digital consciousness index at mhi.org slash DCI. I'll repeat that, mhi.org slash DCI. And of course, if you're enjoying MHI Cast, make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this MHI cast featuring Thomas Boykin. At MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to the next level of success. Thanks for making us part of your professional development journey.